Welcome back to the Break Out of Your Lane podcast. I'm so excited to have Chris Colfer on the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thanks oh, for having me. Of course. Congratulations on this. You know, thank you. Um, Because I just felt like there's all these podcasts about mm-hmm. creativity, but not about embracing all the creative gifts that you have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like multi-hyphenate feels like such a dirty word sometimes because mm-hmm. I feel like people are like, oh yeah, like they do everything, but can they really do yeah, everything? Like jack of all trades, like master of none. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's That's the first half of the quote. Like mm-hmm. the full quote is um, mas- uh, jack of all trades, master of none, but like, but at least you're doing something. Or yeah, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. So I feel like people forget the second half of yeah, that yeah. quote. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. It's like like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You, know, you, gotta, you gotta finish it. <laughs> Thank you, State Farm. This is sponsored by sponsored State Farm. Sponsored by State Farm. <laughs> oh my god! Better gosh. send us a check. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> tell me about your childhood and like how was acting your first uh, foray into creativity, into, you know, into your world as an artist? I think storytelling in general was my first passion um, wow, because okay. I had major control issues even as a child. <laughs> oh God. Um, and I love being in, in control of something. I feel like every artist has deep control issues. Yeah. Varying degrees of control. Yeah. Issues. yeah. yeah. You know, and if, when you don't like the world you live in, you're inspired to create one that you do want to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I grew up in a very small conservative town called Clovis, California. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the nickname is Texas, California because yes. it's very, it's very, yeah. yeah, like it, is that's right by like Fresno. It's area. right by Fresno. Okay. Yes, yeah. So Fresno, I consider myself a, a, a Fresno site or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> the, they they need a better yeah, word. Um, but um, uh, so yeah, so I I'm, I was born and raised in the Central Valley. Um, and, um, uh, when I was very young, my sister got very, very sick. Um, oh, and no. she had a very rare, uh, rare form of epilepsy where she had 50 seizures an hour. So I started, what? yeah, 50 seizures an hour. She's terrible. good now. That's that number's oh, gone thank down. Thank okay. Um, but, uh, so, so I, sorry. yeah, I start, I started writing as a way just to kind of cope with that and performing as well as a way to cope with that. Wow. Um, and so, uh, uh, creativity has always been the best uh, therapeutic release for me, um, and it's like having a, a vacation in your mind. Yeah, uh, you know, I, even even now, like um, I, I'm I'm happiest when I am working on something and, and creating and, and writing. Yeah. yeah. So it started off as writing for you. It did. Yeah, I didn't realize it was writing at first. Uh, right. Because when I'm you know when I'm four and I'm playing with my action figures, <laughs> I didn't realize those very detailed storylines that I was giving my action figures was <laughs> a form of writing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd like write out a cast list at the end of my play session Stop. yeah like oh batman as you know yeah yes <laughs> i was very very eccentric <laughs> oh my gosh um and then so the writing went into acting or how did performing become a part of your world so um uh my grandmother and my grandfather uh were uh ministers at a ch- at a church right okay and so um my cousin amy who actually lived across the street from me for uh up until the point when i was five years old uh amy would sing every sunday at church um, and then um, uh, she moved away. Her family, her, her dad got a job in San Diego, so they moved to San Diego. And very much like uh, when Mama Rose turns to Louise and Gypsy and says, okay, now you're the star, that's what my grandmother did to me. <laughs> I never wanted to perform. I never wanted, I never wanted to sing. Really? Yeah, and, well, actually, I, I did I did enjoy performing, like school plays and, and you know, oral interpretation, that kind of stuff. Um, but um, it all started with my grandmother just kind of, okay, well, she's gone, now you, now you have to sing at church. Mm. Um, so that was my first, I was like five or six and, and, and put to work right away. <laughs> oh my, but there's something about, I grew up in the church as well. Mm-hmm. And there's something about 
yeah, going to choir growing mm. up and just having that, yes, learning about God and all these things, but also just learning how to sing and read music right, and right. put yourself out there on Sundays. Yeah, you know? no, it is like one of like the <laughs> one like venue that everyone has access to. I feel like in our country at least, there's always the church uh, yeah. to sing and perform at. Um, yeah. So that was that was the, the my first that that was the gateway drug was yeah. uh, was a uh, singing at church, and then um, that turned into school plays, which turned into community theater, which wow. turned into a friend of a friend um, happened to be a, an agent, um, and I started auditioning when I was um, in high school and got nothing. Um, and then Glee was the first, the first role that I booked. What? Yeah. And Glee right, uh, was your first. It was quite a culture shock. That yeah. is insane. <laughs> I mean, I loved Glee. Um, I think it will go down as one of the most important shows of our time, honestly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, because I remember, cause I grew up in such a conservative um, household. Like my parents would only listen to like, Kirk Franklin and C.C. Winans <laughs> and I mean mm -hmm. gospel music, which is great, mm -hmm. but I didn't know the classic 80s, 90s songs. And my first mm -hmm. exposure to those songs was Glee. Oh yeah, I've, I've heard that a lot actually. Yeah. Um, and it's really funny, like like the younger generation <laughs> think like we came up with Don't Stop Believing," and that's hilarious Oh to my, me. I don't know if that, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a horrible thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel I like it's a horrible, not. horrible, horrible thing. I, I, I apologize on behalf <laughs> Of the show, of the studio, and everyone yeah. involved. I apologize to Journey and every yeah. other. Every no, but other that was the first time I heard that song was in that pilot of the show all mm. those years ago. Mm. And I was like, wow. Yeah. What was the audition process like for that? And mm. did you know that that role would, that show would be as big as it was? You know, I remember getting chills when I got the, the script um, uh, when I was, uh, before I, I auditioned. Because they um, wrote a role for you. They wrote they Kurt did. for yeah, you. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so I was auditioning for a completely different role, but I, I remember getting the script and just thinking, oh my God, it's a show about kids like me. Um, and so I had an inkling that it would it, it, it would be successful just because it was it was so familiar to me and my high school experience. Yeah. So I knew there was an audience for it. Um, uh, I, I, I just didn't know how big of an audience. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and like, you know, when you when you shoot the pilot, you're just, you know, you're just crossing your fingers and everything, hoping that it gets picked up just yeah. the series. Um, so um, there, you know, there is that fear that, you know, I see the potential in this, but hopefully, the, you know, the, the, the big wigs at the top do too. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I got sent the script and my parents, bless their hearts, they um, would, because I was living in, in the Fresno area, um, I would get like, an, I would get maybe one or two auditions a month, right? Mm -hmm. And they would drive me from Fresno to um, LA. No, uh, back really? and forth, back and forth. Yeah, they did that for four years. Yeah, just, be, just because Shout they- Shout out to the showbiz parents I know, there. I know, right, right. <laughs> I mean, they were crazy for doing that, but it worked out. It worked out for me. Uh, but um, uh, my, my mom used to tell, tell her friends, you know, it's like his soccer practice, you know? Mm. Um, uh, oh, that's cute. Yeah, and they were really excited about it too, you know, because not many kids um, in my area got to do that or had the connections to have an agent down here. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, yeah, so, so they, they, would, they would drive me once, once or twice a month for auditions and we did that for four years and um, it was at the end, the very, very end of my senior year in high school when my mom was like, okay, we can't do this anymore. Like, you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta do, you know, you gotta, you gotta move on with your life. And Glee was like the last audition that they were gonna take me to. Why is it always that last moment where you feel like, okay, if this doesn't work out, it's over. Yeah. Why well, it's funny. They told me that after the fact. I don't know if it was, I don't know if that was true. Yeah. But I mean, it makes a great story. But so, you know, 20, 20, 20 hindsight. Uh, yeah. But that, they did, they did tell me that oh, afterwards. Okay. They're, they're like, we had a talk and that was going to be your last. Yeah. Night. 
Because um, I feel like the role, I mean, Kurt um, was not only a great character, but it broke so much ground in that time. You. Yeah. Especially being a queer character mm-hmm. um, in a time where there weren't many queer characters on especially TV. Especially teenagers, right? Yeah. Right. Um, how did you feel like as the actor um, p- portraying that role at a, such a young age? Because this is your first big role. Mm-hmm. You're navigating all the things like that come with that. Mm-hmm. Were you at first hesitant to be out mm-hmm. and you know, vocal about your identity or did you feel like you could just hide behind Kurt? Like, I, I feel like towards the end you made that decision to, mm-hmm. you know, really yeah. get be out there and in mm-hmm. front of it. But what was that decision process like it for you? It was probably the single most terrifying period yeah. <laughs> of my life. Because, uh, like I said, I was from a very conservative area and it was a different time back then. We had, mm-hmm. we had Ellen and we had Will and Grace, but... Um, it, it was, you know, being gay was where I came from, uh, was the worst thing you could be. Um, mm. it was just the bottom of the, of the, um, the, uh, uh, food chain. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I never came out. I never, I, I, I lied to myself. Um, yeah. cause it was also, it was also dangerous. Like kids would get beat up and there were kids in Fresno that would get stabbed, you know, on their way to school what? for, you know, just, just, just for that existing. That is so awful. Yeah. So when, um, and I had no idea that the character that they were writing for me, uh, was going to be gay. I had, I really? had no idea. I think they just, they just saw this old gay kid come in and they were like, <laughs> You're he's guy. in and he's in and, and, <laughs> and didn't realize, oh, he's not out. He's, he, he is, a, he's very in, oh, <laughs> in the closet. No. Um, so, and then I had, I actually, uh, when I got the script, I actually, I had family members say, uh, you shouldn't do this. You know, you, you shouldn't, I was like, of course I'm doing this. Like, yeah. I, it's my first, it's the first thing I've ever gotten. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and, and so, yeah, so, so went for it. Um, and, um, uh, over the course of, uh, of the, the first season, I had a lot of people on my team tell me, um, you're gay, that's okay, but just don't come out. Like, 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 just let it, just, just don't ever say the words cause it's going to ruin your career. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately that's, that's, that, that is true for, for a lot of people. The, the industry has a long, it's come a long way, but it still has a long way to go. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, so, so yeah, so it was, it was, it was, it was terrifying and, um, and I was going to take their advice. I was fully just going to live this public yet closeted life. Um, and then we went on a, a, a hot topic tour and I got this, this, this card from this little boy who just thanked me for, for, for being out and, and being someone to look up to. And I'm never get, he made this little, um, pa- this little rainbow paperclip Wait, chain stop. for me. And that's when I knew I have to, I have to be honest. I have to, yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't hide. I have to, there are, there are kids out there who, uh, who, who. Who could use who could use uh you know a, a friendly face yeah. uh, and someone to look up to and and um and I don't know I don't know why the universe chose me but uh but, but I it think happened because you know sometimes great roles find you because you are prepared like your whole life experience prepared you for that because you mm. lived it yes, you know yes I think it'd be one thing if you hadn't lived in such a conservative area but mm. the fact that you knew the stakes and you mm. knew what it meant. Mm. Um, made it that much more impactful because yeah. I I sensed it. I mean, I don't identify as queer, but growing up in a Christian household and learning about the gay community, you know, you definitely grow up with that prejudice. But but seeing that character, um, and then simultaneously also being exposed to queer people in my life, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like that challenged me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just so powerful, and it it spread. I feel I feel like it went beyond the character a bit. Like, did the showrunners mm-hmm ever write anything to Kurt to address what was happening to you in real time? Did you ever have conversations with the 
writers of the show. Yeah, they actually they incorporated a lot of um, experiences from my from my own life into the show. Really, um, uh, like you know, not not being able to uh, uh, sing the songs that I wanted to sing, and you know that that kind of stuff. So there was there was a lot of my life. Uh, uh, woven into the character yeah. um and uh yeah no but that but thank you for saying that that is i think the uh, I, i'm i'm so grateful for that and i'm just i'm just i'm so happy that uh myself and the character touched so many um lives and helped mm. so many so many kids and continues con continues to still. you know thanks to streaming <laughs> it's great no, it's it's amazing like people are just now like people are still discovering it mm. Um, and when you were on the show, you know, you were on Times 100 Most, like, Impactful People and, like, yes, Golden yeah. Globe, like, all these things. Times uh, 100, uh, Times Most the, Influential. The people. They never said I was a good influence. <laughs> they just said I was influential. I feel like by being in that roster, it's inherently good. Yeah. I was actually, a funny story, I was actually a little mortified when that, when the, when the, the Time cover came out because I did that pose as a joke. Like, they were, they were just warming, no. like, we were just, like, warming up. They were just, like, testing the lens and... And and that's the one they end up going with, and I was like, oh my god! But it's so like <laughs> you're so cherubic and happy. It's just yeah. it's it's great. Looking off into the it's distance, just like... yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's that's why I never warm up. You know, never never you know, just never do <laughs> jokes on on camera. <laughs> oh my gosh! So to, I didn't realize this until you know now, but you actually made a film while you were mm. in on Glee. Yeah, yeah. That you wrote. And produced, mm, yes, called "Struck by Lightning." Yes, yeah, such a heartfelt film. Oh, thank you. Were you yeah. like, when did you start writing the script? Mm. Um, what was the process like getting it made? Um, did you have to balance being on the show and making that film? Like, what was that like? Because yeah. that was you wrote the script. That's yes. so cool. I really wanted to uh, write a, uh, a a movie for kids that were just like me in high school because mm. um I, I at the time um uh, uh I, I feel like the only type of character you saw uh, especially gay characters were you know very 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 overly flamboyant or mm. you know queenie or you know um and um i when i was in high school i was so driven by my ambition that was like i was like same right that was that was my <laughs> ticket out of, out of there so i wanted to make a movie about a kid that was driven by ambition not not popularity or sex mm. or you know anything like that and um uh oh my god writing that kind of movie that people people just did not get it they're, they're like wait what Really? Yeah, and so it was. It was really, really tough to make. Mm. Um, and then we end. We ended up um, finding people that that believed that got it. That got the script. And um, uh, uh, I think. I think when we started, we were we were looking for a budget of between five and five and like six million. And we ended up shooting it for less than a million. And so a lot had to be cut. Oh my um, god! And uh, but it was one of the best experiences of my whole life. It was it, the the cast was incredible. Like yeah, yeah, yeah that so, cast. I know. I mean, Allison Janney and Rebel Wilson and. The late Polly Bergen, who was who was uh, became a dear dear friend oh of mine, had the best stories. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Reagan called her in the middle of a scene. No. True story. True story. <laughs> yeah, we, her phone kept ringing, and we said, "Polly, who is calling you?" And she goes, oh, "Nancy Reagan." We we're like, "Nancy Reagan?" And she goes, "Yeah, she she, she forgets that I don't like her." It was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um, wow. But yeah, no, sorry, sorry I'm, I'm getting off topic. No, uh, no, it's it was all a great, good. great experience, and and to this day, people still still message me and, and stop me in the street to yeah. to, uh, to talk about that movie. So I'm glad it I'm glad it meant, a lot, it meant so much to people. What was it like going from like you know the TV schedule, bang bang bang, to like an indie film that you wrote? Yeah, it was really tough because we um, 
we 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 shot this we shot Glee. I'd say from August to June of every year. Oh, that's uh, like the whole year. The whole year. The whole year. Yeah. Oh. And then we'd go on tour. We go on music tours. Oh my god! So, I forgot about the music. Yeah, tours. the tours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> so and. And while I was on the tour, the the world tour, I was also writing my first book, and planning my planning the movie. Um, and then, so when I got done with the tour, we had sixteen days to shoot that movie. Oh my gosh! It was, it was nuts. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was it was like it was like the Olympics. No, I, so I don't did, know what sport, but it was like the Olympics. <laughs> so I mean, how did you balance it all? How do you balance it? How did you balance it all? Like I didn't. That? I had breakdowns every day. Oh, God, um, no. We hate <laughs> no, that. You know, I don't know. I think I was just so excited. I, that, mm. I, think, I think excitement is really the, the best uh, best tool to, mm -hmm. to managing stuff. Yeah. Um, I was just in like... It was really, it was really a wonderful, wonderful time um, yeah. in my life uh, because I was, you know, writing writing the first land stories book, uh, going yeah. on a world tour, and then um, you know every day I'd get an update of you know someone who had signed on to the movie, and it was, yeah. it, was it was it was really really special. I love that. Um, we'll talk about the books later, um, <laughs> but I imagine being on a show as long running as Glee was kind of like a acting masterclass for you. Like, do you feel like it was good for your acting craft, or did you feel like there was a point where maybe you got too much in your own head. Like there's something, you know, there's, a, yeah. there's something about being an actor on a long running show where it's like, okay, this is amazing, but you know, it's it's a long time. It's a long time, and, and it's a lot yeah. of work. It was, it was a lot of work, and um, I, I think people don't still don't realize how much work it they took. They don't to make get that it. Show. They don't. Yeah, they don't get it. Yeah, especially the fact that it was like a musical on top of everything else. Like it's so much work. It was. It was like uh, doing a new Broadway show every week. Um, with, with the amount of uh, dance rehearsals and the singing and, and, yeah. and all that stuff and everything is constantly new you know um, but um, and I think I think if we had a if we had a 70 hour week that was a good week like 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 we that was a good that week? was a good week yeah uh, that was a good uh, week we would shoot okay. I think 16 17 hours a day um, and uh, so it was I'm again I'm Brutal. so so grateful for that experience no, I wouldn't be sitting here without it but it was it was a lot of work yeah yeah um, so the show ends. Mm -hmm. How did how, how did you process that? And what was your thinking going into focus? Did you want to focus more acting or did the writing come because of you felt like because of that transition? Mm -hmm. Like, how did the ending of the show land on you? Uh, it was it was uh, it was it was it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, it was, we it was done. Good. I like, I could, I could like make doctor's appointments. I, you know, oh, so no. it was, it was nice. Um, and, uh, oh my gosh. uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I had a lot of stuff, uh, come my way and I, um, politely had to pass cause I, I knew I needed a break. I, you know, I, I couldn't go straight into another show. And, uh, even now I, I don't think I would ever do another, um, uh, 26 episode a year show yeah um uh, uh that because again because it, it is it takes I feel so like much 26 episodes though is kind of a lost art i feel like most yeah, shows are now like 22 common anymore. Yeah. yeah or like usually even like even network shows i think they, they do about 12 yeah. 12 to you know um and that's 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 great that sounds great <laughs> um uh, you have a couple months to yourself if you do that yeah. um uh so uh but i but i was i think on book three or four in the in the the land story series yeah. so that that kept that kept my lights on yeah. um and and those um the books uh, got did really well and got popular and yeah and thank tell me goodness. about the land of stories trilogy it's like how did that story come about um and if you could tell our listeners a bit about the books um it's new york times best-selling mm. kids books um, about this wonderful fantastical world that you've created can you talk about how it started and yeah yeah so 
the land stories uh, started when I was a kid. Um, Cause um, Stop. it did, it did. Like, like, like that moment yeah, when, when I was you were writing, you, yeah, yeah. writing. Yeah, that's where it started. Um, and I remember um, I, I came up with a story when I was about six or seven and I, I, I still have, Sweet. I still have like illustrations that I drew as a kid um, of the characters and of the stories. They're, they're hung up in my office. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And um, it all started because my, my, my mom used to read bedtime stories to me every night and of course mm-hmm. would read the classic fairy tales. Yes. And I was a very inquisitive kid. Like I yeah. needed to know, I needed to know backstory. Like yeah. I needed, I needed to know everyone's business. I needed to know why they were bad. Like why, you know, I, I had so many questions and she finally said, Christopher, if you, if you have these many, this many questions, why don't you just write your own damn story? And so that's, that's, that's what I did. Um, you actually did. I did. I did. And I remember the, my, the, I, I, I tried writing the book when I was like seven or eight. Um, and uh, it, every every chapter, quote unquote, was a was a page long because that was exhausting oh, for a kid. Yeah. And I would uh, I'd hop on my bike and I'd, I'd I'd go to my grandma's house and I'd present her the chapter that I had written and mm. she'd read it and she would she'd edit it and she'd she'd you know she'd grammar and spell check it. Um, and if she liked it, she'd keep it in a stack by her um, kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she didn't like it, she'd rip it up and crumble it in front of me, toss it in the trash, and say, "Christopher, you oh, can do better." That's a savage book editor. Right I know, there. right? <laughs> Still to this day, the the the, wor- the uh, most difficult editor editor I've ever worked with. Yeah, my grandmother. <laughs> Shout out to grandma. Shout out to grandma. <laughs> oh my gosh! You started writing the books when you were on Glee. Mm-hmm. And then was it an intentional decision to just focus on writing after the show and yeah, kind of take a break was, from acting? You know, I, I it's interesting. It just kind of happened very naturally. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, because it, when I started, it was it was a hobby, and it, the hobby just kind of became mm. my, my full-time career. Um, and it's wonderful being an author because you can do it in your pajamas. Yeah. Uh, you can sleep in every day, which is very, very nice, um, especially <laughs> after after you know, spending six, six, seven years waking up at four in the morning every day oh to be on set. God. Um, so, uh, and I got, I've, I've gotten very comfortable as a writer. <laughs> maybe, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe a little too comfortable. Yeah, you forget like the toll that those days have on your body. Yeah. And I think when you're young and it's your first role, it's like, oh yeah, like we can do it. And then as you get older, your body's just like, no. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're, when you, your body ages real quick. So when fast. When the kind of hours, yeah. Yeah. Um, so how, you had, Six books in this series, right? There are six books in um, the Land of Stories series. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there are three books in the prequel series. Um, and I've done a few spinoff books um, oh uh, about gosh. characters. So I've done 20 books in total. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my, my new book, uh, I have a new book yes. coming out. In, Tell uh, us about your new book. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, thank, thank you for letting me plug it. Yeah, um, no, please, plug away. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, my twentieth book is my first um, uh, science fiction book. Um, I've never, I've always done fantasy or, yeah. or YA, um, and um, uh, it's called Roswell Johnson Saves the World, mm. um, and uh, it's about a little boy who uh, accidentally gets abducted by aliens and has all these adventures with aliens oh in space. Oh my sweet stuff! Um, it's so cute. Yeah, and I, 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 f- I feel like I'm, I did something wrong because I've never enjoyed writing so much. Like I, I, I had a great time, so naturally I was like, oh, I, I must. This must not be good because I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't suffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this idea that you have to suffer for great art needs to die. I, think. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, I think I, I think uh, it's it's funny. My 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 editors have uh, my publishers have warned me that um, okay, this is like you know, uh, luckily luckily my books have have gotten very good reviews over the years. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, they 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 are they 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 prepared me that sci-fi 
and someone's uh, sometimes sometimes like someone's sophomore series doesn't get reviewed well. Oh, okay. uh, mine did, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, and it did well. Um, so they're they're kind of preparing me like you know people are gonna come come after you a little oh, bit. Oh no! Um, well, you can take it. I can and, take it. Uh, like yeah. I feel like from Glee days or yeah. you know acting days, you, you're used to the criticism. Yeah. Right. Right. right yeah. So I, I'm not sure the critics are gonna like it um, <laughs> because they they tend not to like sci-fi anyway. And, yeah. And and and, and you know the, a, lot, a lot of stacked up to me or a lot of <laughs> a lot of stacked up against me. Um, yeah. But um, I think the kids are gonna love it. So, I really think the kids are going to love it. So what age group exactly? 8 to 12. 8 to 12. Mm. Why that age group? Um, I just write book? my reading level, really. <laughs> <laughs> Not your reading no, level. No, no. I, I, Come on. I think I, I have a very um, uh, youthful mind, um, mm, and I, I have raging ADHD, um, yeah. and um, I, I, I think like a curious kid. Mm. Um, and so it just, it just, it just, it just, it's, it fits. It was most natural well. for you. Most natural. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so great. I and know. that's also the time that I fell in love with reading when I was a kid. Yeah. So I love, um, I love, uh, uh, giving material to, to kids. The fact that you started even thinking of writing at such a young age and the fact, I feel like that must be like kind of healing for mm. your inner child. No, it, I guess it is. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. Um, just kind of going back to the same way of creating that you discovered yeah, yeah, and I, I try to write about, um, I try to write adventures that I wanted to have as a kid, um, and I think that oh, that really helps. I, I um, think that's amazing. Yeah, I think there is a very healing quality to it, but yeah, I've never thought of it that you way. You never thought about it that way? No, no, it's great. I now mean, I am. I yeah. feel like art making is healing in a variety of ways, and I feel like that's why I'm a filmmaker, because I always want to, you know, see mm. images of me on screen that I never saw before, mm. so I feel like intrinsically, like, whatever art form you choose, there's a little child wanting to express right, himself try to express, in some yeah, way. Yeah. So. yeah. Or and, and try to help make the world a better place. Yeah. And, you know, for, for you, one <laughs> frame at a time, for me, one page at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so is there a world where, I'm, I'm so excited to hear about this book coming out. Um, do you think that you'll make another series based off it? Or? I think so. I have, um, I, I'm contracted to do a couple sequels for, for Roswell. Oh, okay. Um, and, um, and then, and then I'm sure I, I think, uh, I, I mean, I already have my next series after that plan. So, yeah. um, I think I'm going to do something paranormal. So for actors who want to write books, mm -hmm. What advice do you have for that? Like, do you go to a publisher? Like, did you pitch it to a publisher or did you write it? Um, I don't know. Like, on spec is the screenplay term. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. do you write the do you, do you write a book proposal and you proposal, just went yeah. to the yeah. publisher? Like, what yeah. was that like for you? I, I will say, uh, being an actor on a hit television show made it very <laughs> easy. So I might yes. not be the best person to give <laughs> advice on how to become a published author because it was it was a very so be easy uh, <laughs> uh, on a hit show first so if you can if you can start with being on a hit television show and yeah. that will open some doors. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> it, it all it all kind of came came um, came together because um, I was approached to do an autobiography um, during Glee, wow. and, and I said I am nineteen. I'm not doing an autobiography. <laughs> I was like that sounds like the you know, douchiest thing ever. I feel like a lot of people would have read it though. I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it wouldn't have been any good, it would have been short. Um, <laughs> An autobio pamphlet. Right, right. Uh, and now, I mean, now I have some life experience. Maybe yeah. now would be an interesting, more interesting than it would, but, yeah. would have been then. Uh, but, uh, and I said no, but you know, I've always, always wanted to do uh, a, a children's series. Um, and uh, luckily yeah. I found the right, right home and um my uh, my all my books have been published by little brown little brown books and they are shout just, out to little brown they books. are the most amazing people on the planet Aww. i adore them they're and they they just they 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 give me wings it's it's yeah. great it's interesting looking at the other people from the um from glee in the show and what they've done mm -hmm. 
You still keep in touch with any of the castmates? Um, I'd say most everybody. Yeah. yeah, pretty much everybody. I think what's so awesome about everyone um, from that show is like they all seem to be doing such awesome things. Like I Harry Shum, yeah, is oh, doing love Harry. Dance, yeah. dancing, awesome dancing. Yeah, he's in every good movie, it's, like yeah, everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Bro. Oh my god, like. Oh man! Oh man! I'm, I'll never forget texting him. I'm gonna be you for Halloween. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, <laughs> Were you actually hit for Halloween? I was. Yeah, I was. I was. I'm a uh, uh, what was it called a Rakakuni. Uh, yeah. Uh, I forget. Yeah, yeah. Is the group chat still alive? Oh yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have we have a couple actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Like like you know three here, everyone yeah, there, yeah. you know two here. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's yeah, we're 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 still a big family. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I love that. Yeah. And thank you for, you know, it's, I'm very proud of us, too, because we have gone through a lot, a yeah. lot, and we really bonded um, uh, as, a, as, a, as a cast. Because the fact that it was your first role, I, I'm still blown away by that, by the way. I thought you oh, had, yeah. I mean, you, of course, you did some regional theater and things like that, but I was like, there's yeah. no way this is his first role. Yeah. And the fact that it was, I'm like, On camera, what? yeah, yeah. But I feel like it was a lot of people's first roles. Yeah, first, roles. first, yeah, and first like, big gig. Yeah. yeah, and just the way that people have been able to grow within it and move around it so gracefully. I, I've always admired how all the cast members um, um, for the most part, like took, cause it, we felt like bigger than y'all, you yes. know, cause yeah. it, there, were just, there were just so many things happening and so many messages mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I feel like you guys took that on, but mm-hmm. that's just so hard for young people to yeah, yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so do, do you want to do more? Like, are you, are you focused on the books um, or do you see acting still in your world, in your future? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I love acting. I, um, I, uh, it's, it's fun. It's, it's like playing pretend for me. You know, I, yeah. I love it. Um, and so I'm, I'm always attached to like five things, yeah. whether they go, they go or not is, you know, not That's the you know, hard thing. The universe decides. Yeah. Like know. TV shows or movies or See, both, both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like right currently I think I'm attached to about three or four projects. Yeah. Um, uh, and, um, uh, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I still have one foot in the door, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do love writing. I think writing is, um, my, my main passion. Um, yeah. cause I, I get to be in control of it. Um, yeah. and, um, uh, for the last, I'd say, what year is it? Uh, so for the last, like, I'd say eight years, we've been in constant, um, uh, either, either, uh, uh, development or meetings for, for an adaptation of yeah. my first book. Yeah. I was about to ask, like how, like what? How are those conversations going? Because I imagine like you have all this IP, yeah. Essentially, you know it. It I have to keep reminding myself the 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 end goal will all be worth it. Um, mm. It is very a very frustrating process uh, de- developing, um, and I see why a lot of authors just give up and just hand it over and and let people yeah. do what they want with it. Um, uh, I still don't understand when you have a, a really, really popular IP, why sometimes the, the, the first, the first thing is executives say is how do we change it? How do we, how do we make, how do we make this something different? It, well, well then why, why are you doing this? Yeah. yeah. Just do that. Something, you know, just do, do an original idea with, yeah, with, with that. Like, if that's what? what you need to do, you know, Isn't that the point of IP to just take, it works. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Especially like, like, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very blessed to have so much success with, 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 with the books. Um, yeah. um, and, uh, Congratulations. thank you. Thank you. But there are, there are so many little kids that would be so furious if, um, if, uh, I, I, I let a studio make some changes yeah. that, you know, um, and the movie is already has gotten so close to happening multiple times. It would have already happened if I wasn't such a, um, if I wasn't, if I wasn't so precious yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, when, when is the point though, that you feel like 
do you ever worry that you are being a bit too precious with this? Sometimes, yeah. But then the things that I'm precious about are, are really just keeping keeping the the bones of the story. Yeah. Um, uh, in every meeting, I say I, I you know I really want to make the most uh, emotional cinematic version of this story. Mm. Um, and uh, the story is about a a, 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 um, a pair of uh, twins, a uh, brother and sister twins, who inherit a magic storybook and go into the fairy tale world. Um, and uh, very you know. Basic, basic, but um, you know, I've had meetings where they're like, "Well, can we make them teenagers and make them love interests?" And it's like, "No, <laughs> no, that that's not this story." <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but uh, it'll all be worth it, man. Yeah, I know. no, I'm rooting for you. Um, is there a world where you're pitching yourself as also the screenwriter? Of yes, these yeah, I've been, that... attached, okay. I, I've been attached to screenwrite, to direct, and to um, oh, produce. Oh, so, direct. So, yeah. Okay, director. Yeah, yeah. So that have be... you always wanted to direct? I've always been bossy. So, I think so. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I just joined the Directors Guild. Congratulations! This year. Thank you. And it's so funny because a lot of people are like, "Yeah, directing is like telling people what to do." But I feel like the more I'm doing it, the more you just kind of get out of the way mm. and let it happen. Because mm. you're like, what I love about directing, and I think this is why I was attracted to doing a podcast, is just bringing people together, mm -hmm. just people that are really good at what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they say that 90% of directing is casting yeah. and the script. And mm -hmm. honestly, it just kind of falls Happens, into place yeah. that. Yeah, Tarantino way. said something very similar. Yeah, about yeah, how, yeah. Um, it's just you bring the right people together and it magic will happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So were you essentially like shadowing the directors of Glee when you were on the show? Were you interested in directing while you were there? Yeah, no, the, uh, it, um, uh, it, I was approached to direct uh, for Glee. Um, what? I, yes, I wrote for Glee. Um, but I, I know um, you, I knew you wrote for, I wrote Glee, for Glee, but yeah. Um, uh, uh, I decided not to, to, to take that opportunity. Um, wow. I was, just, I was afraid. Well, I, I also didn't want to do that to my castmates. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to boss them around. Um, okay. so I, I, I thought I tr tried to do, you know, tried yeah. to respect everybody and, and not, okay. not take that hat on. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I can see directing in your future. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I like to ask every one of our guests this. Is there um, a multi-hyphenate artist um, that you're loving right now that is inspiring to you? Oh, that's a really good question. You know, I adored Carrie Fisher. Um, oh, uh, may she rest in peace. May she rest in peace. Um, and she was always someone that I aspired to, to, to be. And I just loved how fearless she was and... Um, how funny she was, and just just genius. She was um, so funny. Yeah, and and I, yeah. I, I was I was eighteen when Glee started. She was nineteen when Star Wars started, and she wrote this book about her experience called uh, Wishful Wishful Drinking. Um, and <laughs> I, I I really like I, I think I would have lost my mind um, during that experience had she yeah. not written that book and taught me how to laugh at everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh my so gosh. I love her. Who else do I love? Um, I love Greta Gerwig. I think she's fantastic. Incredible, mm -hmm. and uh, she was just named the the jury of can. Oh, really? Year. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, the first good. American woman director. Wow, to, to get that. Wow, wow good for. I mean, who, I mean, I mean, ooh. so well deserved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm obsessed with with Mike Mike Flanagan. Mm. I, I I'm obsessed with everything he's ever he's ever made. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, those are, those are some good names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, and what advice do you have for? creatives, multi-hyphenates, um, actors who also want to write and embrace other creative gifts that they have? I would say um, my one of the, the best piece of advice I could give for people in my industries uh, would be uh, to not take anything personal. Oh, that's so hard. It's so hard because nothing <laughs> in our industry makes sense. That's so 
nothing yeah. nothing like good talented people don't get to work horrible people do get to work yeah. it, it, the, 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 this show will go this movie will go that one won't it, yeah. nothing so you really just have to take yourself out of it and, and um i'd also say um this kind of, this might be kind of a silly piece of advice but i would say <laughs> really um familiarize yourself with narcissistic personality disorder <laughs> because no because this industry Attracts a lot of narcissists. Attracts a lot of narcissists. And I think if if you you really just know how to spot it, be aware of it, and how to protect yourself from it. Because it can be very damaging, especially if you're you're young. Um, Yeah, that's so... I, yeah, yeah. I, I do worry though, and this is a little off topic. That and by the way, I'm not I'm not speaking of anyone. No, in particular. no, I know you're not. Um, <laughs> I know people will probably want no, me people will make make it. Hey, people I'm will not. say what they want to say, but yeah. no, I as someone who also works in this industry, I 100 percent get it. Yes, mm. um, I I do worry though, and this is a little off topic. I feel like people do put on that label of narcissist way too easily yes yeah mm-hmm. um and i feel like there's all this trend of taking words and kind of putting a blanket over it like oh gaslighting mm-hmm. and like boundaries and actually making it an excuse to be manipulative yeah, and mean yeah. mm-hmm. in their own way of course, yeah so that's one thing i'm like a little like cautious about like yes be aware of these disorders but mm-hmm. don't be so quick to be like it's almost like I want to take one more take. Oh, that's a narcissist yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's no. Like, no. That's just that's just okay. work. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not a narcissist. Yeah. They're just trying to get the best thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> right, right, right. No. They're just yeah, that's yeah, words can Yeah. I, I, yeah, re- reserve that word for, for No, but who no, but it. I think it's important to know like just being aware of people's actions and mm. not internalizing it and i think that's so hard to do especially when you're an artist as a creative like you start off from a very empathetic place and mm. that's where your work shines right right but at the same time by opening yourself up you become vulnerable to people that to may not have right. your best interests Interest, right right or um yeah yeah I thought, yeah I, and you got you just got to guard your heart like yeah. like like the crown jewels um because I mean, we're all in this industry because because we're emotional because we're creative and because we want to create art um so it, it's a very emotional uh uh process um and so just yeah just don't don't yeah just and yeah just protect yourself i'd say yeah, yeah emotionally physically everything absolutely yeah. um i do want to go back um before we wrap up to you also writing on glee mm-hmm. i feel like there's this trend now of actors who started off as writers mm-hmm. and then got casted in the show or vice versa mm-hmm. what was that like writing like, how did that come about? Did you pitch to the showrunners that you wanted to be in the writer's room? Like, how did that happen? I think I was, um, I was having, if I'm completely honest, I was having some issues with, uh, with, with, with my character. Wow. Um, okay. And um, uh, we, we got to this point where um, my character just kind of kept giving up things for other people. Mm. Um, and I, and it started to concern me a little bit because um, uh, I, I was worried about the young gay kids watching and I didn't want mm. that to, to, I didn't want that to seep in, you know, I, I don't want them to take that the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and so I had an honest conversation with with the creators, and they 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 said, well, "Why don't you write an episode?" And 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 I was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah, I and, feel like uh, that's not normal. No, no, probably not. No, no, no. no. Uh, uh, I, I, I had had uh, some uh, writing success with the books, yeah, so it, okay. seemed, it, seemed, it seemed like a fit. Uh, seemed, okay, yeah. so you okay? It wasn't the books quite out of left field. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Chris, for coming. Oh yeah, of course. Thank you so much it for having so me. It was so great having you, and I'm just so glad that yeah, we could have this conversation. Yeah, thank, thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for letting me talk about myself. Amazing, love it. 
This episode of the Break Out of Your Lane podcast was recorded at Pirate Studios in Los Angeles, California. The theme song is Pretty Carolina by Jonathan Links. The show is hosted, produced, and edited by Tayo Amos. Our associate producer is Aisha Holman. Video work is provided by Rogelio Salinas and Mauricio Zambrano. Thank you so much for listening, and be sure to check out our next episode dropping next Wednesday. And feel free to rate this episode and share it with a fellow creative in your life that could use some inspiration to break out of their lane.